Hello and welcome to The Scaling Edge. This is the internet talk program that focuses on the hard-won lessons of battle-hardened entrepreneurs sharing value with you here today with us, Dan Reyes. What's going on? Yes. And Max. Excited to be here as always. You always sound excited. Yeah. It's just a (laughs) bundle of energy over there. Slow down on the cocaine and just <laughs> chill out a little bit. We have an exciting guest today, Miss Anne, fancy lady, written three books, um, built five companies, and sold, excuse me, built six companies and sold five of them. Pretty impressive. It's not easy to sell a company. A lot of people want to build the companies. People don't, aren't always successful at selling. Selling five is great. Did that all while having two kids. And four grandkids. And thank you for being a part of the program. Thank you for being a part of Scaling Edge. We appreciate it. Thank you, you so much. Super excited to be here with you guys. I'd first like to get in. Did you do physical discipline on your children when they were growing up? What was your thought? <laughs> <laughs> it was yes, a hot topic right, right before we did started. You? Did you? Did you? What, what was your <laughs> method of physical discipline? Yes, they got spanked once in a while. There you go. Thank you. Anything yeah. else? Any swats on the hands or slaps or anything like that? Yeah, no slapping, you know, just swats on the rear once in a while. But, you know, for them, it, it timeouts worked better, like make them sit and not do anything. That drove them crazier than anything. Put them in the room, that kind of thing. They grow up. They're good kids now. Good adults. They are amazing. They, I'm so blessed. I have to say super, super blessed. Uh, Dan and I are big fans of physical discipline of children and not just our own. I mean, oh yeah, I've offered to beat other people's kids for them. And, uh, no takers as of yet, but some that probably wish they did. Okay. Um, yeah, tell us uh, a little bit. I mean, uh, pretty impressive background, you know, selling five companies out of six is amazing. It's no small feat. Can you tell us kind of how you got to where you are today and 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 how you accomplished that and some of your high achievements? A lot of blood, sweat, and tears. That's how I got to where I am. That's how I accomplished that. Um, so I started as an entrepreneur about 32, 33 years ago, I guess, when I left my corporate career to raise my kids. And the math didn't work with my husband's paycheck and I started looking for a way to make money. So that turned into a global doll company that I was run, basically running a manufacturing company out of my home. I had many moms working for me and was shipping all over the world. I did that for seven years, uh, then started in the fitness and weight loss industry, built two health clubs, two weight loss centers, sold all of those. So I sold every all five of those businesses and over what saw, time frame? Over what time frame do you build a little? Yeah, things? so I was in fitness and, and and nutrition about twenty years, I guess. So seven. I've been in coaching about fourteen. I'm trying to think how the math adds up here. Uh, but I started coaching before I sold my last two businesses, and coaching just kind of took over. I knew it was my thing. I didn't want to be tied down to brick and mortar businesses anymore. And mm-hmm. that, it, and I had learned a lot along the way. I had also worked with a business coach and really became a student of coaching, marketing, sales. And I thought there's a lot of value here. And I, it was kind of a natural progression. People started asking me, how'd you build businesses and sell them? And, you know, how did, how have you done this over and over again? And, and I and started coaching people with a family. Yes. Now, oh. when I first started my business, my first business, my kiddos, they were little. I think my son was about four. We had just made a move back from California and I had been in retail business management for 
I don't know, 13 years or so. And uh, when I left that, I I knew I had some business skills, but I think I've always been an entrepreneur. Even from little, I made my own money. I found ways to make money. And Love it. Um, yeah, my dad was an entrepreneur. So yeah, so I think it was kind in of the natural. blood. Pardon? It's in the blood. I think so. It, uh... and, and yeah, at one time, all of the kids, we, there's, I have two brothers and a sister. And at one time, all of us were entrepreneurs. Now my now my one sister is retired, but yeah, so it, I think it is in the blood. Did your dad discipline you? Oh my goodness. It wasn't, it was my mom more than my dad. My dad was pretty easygoing. I mean, he'd just look at me and I'd cry, right? The disappointment <laughs> in the eyes was yes. more, more effective yes. than the physical discipline. Those <laughs> were the days. Those were the days. <laughs> it was just a hot topic before we got on here. We that's want to so know if that, if that makes you a better entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. We want to know if that's, uh, <laughs> if that's, if that's a, that's if that's a requirement question. for skill, right? Mm-hmm. I know we, we do know that there is a certain amount of trauma that drives high achievers. Tra- mm-hmm. Trauma in childhood that, that drives, it's, it's like it's in every, every child. So we're, we just, it was yeah. a topic that we discussed, but let's move past it. Let's get into the weeds <laughs> a little bit. Right. Yeah, it sounds like a so great with, topic for another day. With but, your with your breadth of experience or this day, we can keep going. I don't know. No, I could talk whatever. about it all day. So with your breadth of experience, with what you've accomplished, and what you've accomplished is fantastic. Thank you. Um, how are you helping people today? What are you working on today? Yeah. So when I first started coaching, I was coaching a lot of small business owners and helping them. I was doing a lot of business turnarounds. I was helping them scale and grow their business. And I I worked in, oh my gosh, hundreds and hundreds of, with different types of, with different businesses, but about 60 different industries, I think last time I checked. But today I mainly work with coaches, consultants, professional entrepreneurs, uh, really helping them build a very high-end business. So getting those ultra premium clients, all the things that go into that. And then- All right, well, hold on, hold on. Having ultra premium clients, let's- Let's dig into that a little bit. So if you're you're in the business of helping people get ultra premium clients, mm-hmm. h- how do you do that? How does one go about and say, you know what, uh, this is my ideal, best of the best, dream client, life changer. I, I-, I need to acquire, I want to acquire that client for my business and serve that client. H- how do you convey that to them? What information, what nuggets, what value can you transfer? that they can use to, 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 to achieve that. Yeah. So it really does come down to who the market is, what you are selling, what you're, how you have things priced and packaged and, and all of those things, but really what is the value that you're bringing to the market? So a lot of people kind of go into the coaching and consulting industry uh, or in the professional space, and they kind of look around and they set their pricing and they set their offers, what everybody else is doing. And I teach them how to actually get out of the shark infested waters and play at the higher level, the top 30, 20, 10% of the market. And I work yeah, with people okay. that have- how do they How do they do that? Right? Yes. So it's first determining who those people are that they want to bring in, who are those ultra high end clients. So what focus on focus on the top 10, 20 percent. Mm-hmm. Focus on the the best. Yeah. So first you it's, it's identify, for lack of a better term, the targets, the target yes. client. What's the bull identifying the bullseye? Yes. 
100%. So they have to know, I mean, the thing is, there's money in every market. So it's just really looking at, okay, where's the, where's the top of the market? And then what are the things that they need? Where does my expertise fit into that? And when you, when you do that, I mean, basically anyone can do this when they, when they're good at what they do. So there's money in every market. Oh yeah. Max, write that down. Tattoo it on your arm. Oh yeah. There is money in every market. Okay. Yeah. So first is you identify the top client, right? Mm -hmm. How am I going to acquire that client? Yes. So you need to have something that's going to be, that's going to really resonate with them. What are their needs? What are the things that they need that they would buy that they would pay top dollar for? And so it's understanding the value that they're looking for as a, with, from a coach or a consultant and what can you do to provide that value? So one of the things that I help people do is value pricing. So when they're going in, let's say a corporation, they're going in to work with a corporation. A lot of people would go in and say, I'm a consultant and I can help you do this project. I help them do transformational offers. Things that are really going to move the company forward are going to change the company. Uh, they're, it's going to be transformational for them. So I get them out of the charge by the hour, charge by the project, and how can we do something bigger with this client within your area of expertise? And so I really do this with, with all types of coaches and consultants, not just. So you tapped into to pricing, right? And the, and we've talked to other people that were, that were like, Hey, yeah, if somebody wants to go to business, they go look at their competitors, they kind of price around there and then they go out to market. Right. Yeah. And you're saying, eh, eh, that's not the way to do it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's somehow identifying needs and serving mm -hmm. value. You said the word value pricing. Mm -hmm. Can you dive into what that means? How do you value price? Yeah. And what impact like does say, that have on acquiring the top 10% of clients? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like to say like value pricing or impact pricing. So if you think about impact would be another way to say it. So for example, if I go in and work with a business and I teach them, uh, I, I make some shifts in their business and I make some changes that literally impact their revenue by a million dollars. And then they, they can do that again over and over and over again. That would be impact, right? The mm -hmm. value though would be the front end value would be like a million dollars. So if I was a CPA and I knew I could save them a million dollars on their taxes, what could I charge for that? So now you charge by the value. That could be 10%. That could be 20%. I mean, it's basically going to be free money to them if they don't know how to capture that money. So that's what I'm talking about with value or impact. So, so for example, you identify, people... you identify the value you can provide and yes. then charge accordingly. Yes. Instead and then charge service accordingly. pricing where you're like, this is what I charge for what I do. Right. And this a lot is of what I charge that. for what I provide. Yes. A lot of people do that. So they don't charge by impact. So uh, if I go in and I know that I can impact revenue a million dollars and I'm I'm positive I can do that, I'm confident I can do that. Again, I could charge 10% of that, 20% of that. And then it's just really working out sort of, you know, how they're going to pay you that. Is that going to be upfront? Are you going to finance it? What, what are going to be the ways to do that? But a lot of people just don't think like that. The other thing you can do is let's say over a two or a three-year period, what I come in and do with you is going to impact your business for two or three years. 
I could charge by that impact pricing and I could take those fees over a three-year period. So there's a lot of ways to do it and there's no cookie cutter approach. It's going to depend on who the clients are, what it is you're providing, and then how that deal is structured. Um, Very, very cool. Can you tell us about a client you've worked with how you've changed their business, how you, what the, the greatest impact or one of the greatest impacts you've had on someone that you've worked with? Mm. So I work with a lot of coaches and I have helped coaches go from charging a couple thousand dollars for like a 90 day program to closing $50,000 clients. Um, I have helped a startup. In the wrong business. I have helped a startup. I will give you 10% of every $50,000 person I coach. Yeah. Well, we can talk. I um I helped a I have a startup client. Can we discipline them? Can we discipline that? the coaches if they don't listen to us? How much can we charge for parental coaching? Oh yeah, I don't think oh, I don't needed. know that you guys. You that's needed nowadays. <laughs> Very much People needed. You have to want it. You have to want it. The children want it. The yeah, children, no, the children want the boundaries. No, I don't think the kids want to want that they kind of need coaching. It. Oh, that kind of parental help. What does the Bible say? I go, Dan's our registered Bible agent here. If you spare the rod, you hate the yes. child. If you spare, spare the, the rod, rod you spoil the child. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah. uh, those are Proverbs, I believe. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, that's scripture. All right. So back to this. Sorry. $50,000 <laughs> coaching packages from $2,000. Yeah. That's pretty big. How yeah. did you go about doing that? Yes. Yeah, so she just completely undervalued how she was. So I, I'm just thinking I've got several of them that I can talk about. But one I'm thinking of was a mindset coach. She was charging $1,797 or something. And she was amazing. She could do really fast breakthroughs with people and completely change their life. And so she just wasn't selling it that way. And so we repackaged everything. We repositioned her in the market. That's a big piece of it. Your marketing, your positioning has to all be elevated as an expert for what you do so that it's really easy for people to see why you're as good as you are. And uh, we we ended up moving her into a different market. First, she started closing some bigger clients, like $10,000 clients. And then we moved her into a market. She had great sales background from all of her mindset coaching. And so we moved her into working with small business owners that had sales teams. And that's where she was getting those bigger clients. And the great thing is she was only working with them a couple of hours a month. So it was it was a very lucrative uh, deal for her. So that was one. Um, I have a guy that we took him from zero to a million, to almost a million dollars in one year with twenty about $28,000 offers. And so we created just the whole rinse and repeat business model. Now he had had some business background and experience. So he wasn't, when I say he was a startup, he was a startup in that business, but he wasn't a startup. But he had some notoriety and some credibility. He did. He did. And so he, he knew he wasn't afraid to go out there and do it. Let's just say that he already came with, uh, you know, but, but everything he was doing wasn't positioned right. It wasn't packaged right. He wasn't getting any traction. He was a referral from another client and he had been trying for six months to launch his business and it wasn't going anywhere. So I, we re- redid everything and uh, he was able to scale that to about almost a million dollars in a year. And the way we did that, he, he originally had a product a machine that he was going to sell to like physicians, chiropractors that could help with healing and things like that. And that's what he was trying to sell. But we restructured everything and I helped him actually put it together as a consulting package 
with the machine. So now he was training their the the chiropractors teams on how to sell it. So it was the, the same product. It was the same, same product. Yes, but just so a, different, a different a different approach. Mm -hmm. Seven yeah. to twenty thousand. Yeah. Just that that is that is I think you've tapped into the essence of value pricing, mm -hmm. and really it's mindset. It it's consumer per it's I want to say it's um buyer mindset right it is. It's, it's the mindset of the buyer you're 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 selling a benefit rather than than a solution than a a, a a thing you're selling the well, benefit you're selling a solution yes rather than like a product um and that's what he was doing the way we positioned it was that these chiropractors could create so much money in passive income they wouldn't even have to because chiropractors max out right they have to put their hands on people and so they can only do so much this was a way for his staff to sell different packages around this machine. And the chiropractor didn't even have to touch it. All he had to do was recommend it to his patients that it would be a fit for. It. And then his staff could, could run it. They could sell it. They could do everything. And so it was another revenue stream for the chiropractors. And so we positioned it that way. And we created the marketing. We created the sales, everything around that so that it became passive income for the chiropractors. And that's how he grew it so fast. Then he actually went on to do it with dentists and with spas. So they, he, mm. there were other verticals that he was able to go into, but uh, that, that zero to a million was just with chiropractors. I mean, there were enough of them. And so that's a good example of what I'm talking about. It can, it can scale you. Really he fast. identified the right client mm -hmm. and he priced for value. Yes. And that and he, changed, well, sold them and what that they made the buy. difference. Yeah. Got, Love the things on Zoom. Cool. <laughs> it happens sometimes. Sometimes I like, sometimes I'll throw a thumbs up and I'll get like an emoji thumbs up. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Max, why isn't it working? Probably a cool down to the FX. Yeah. It's weird. Like it, yeah. it happens all the time. Um, but uh, did you turn the effects off? Because I'm excited. <laughs> I think they're fun. We don't even know why they have it. But I've, we like it. I've never seen balloons. Huh? All right. And that's you've given some great uh, food for thought for our audience. I'm sure they appreciate it. I'm sure our listener and our, our viewer really um, can can digest and understand that. And you've been very successful at this, uh, at helping other people. And then also at, you know, you know writing books and selling five companies. My gosh, that's amazing. Uh, how do people find you if they if they want your support? Yes. Well, I'm all over social media, but you can find me on, um, you can go to my website, annlcarden.com. And there you can find re free resources. You can find my books, you can book a call. There's all my blogs there. My podcast is there. So it is a treasure trove of free stuff. There you go. annlcarden.com. Max, you're going to throw that in the show notes, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to do something. Yeah. At least. <laughs> Earn your keep. Earn your keep. We haven't started physically disciplining Max yet, but uh, <laughs> those days are coming. And thank you for being a part of our program. Thank you for being on the Scaling Edge. We appreciate it. Annlcarden.com. Uh, we hope everybody goes there and checks you out. Cheers. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.